0: Welcome back to a mental health break with Vincent A. Lancey. I'm excited to launch another episode for you all. I'm Vincent Lancy, speaker and author of the book Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption. When I was 21 years old, I was the victim of a hit and run accident while walking home from a friend's birthday. After coming out of a coma and suffering from a traumatic brain injury, or what you may know of as a TBI, I soon realized that it was time to put my mental health on a very high pedestal. So this podcast is all things mental health. Would it benefit you to hear from mental health professionals and influencers? Would it also add value to your life to hear real-life, authentic stories from people talking about their mental health, the issues they face, and how they actively combat them? If so, you came to the right place. I want to start by congratulating you for making your mental health a priority. On this episode, I am happy to introduce my guest, Elena Bensonoff. We met at a networking event many years ago when I first started engaging with audiences through sharing my story. She has made a remarkable difference across the globe and will add tremendous value to your day. Elena, thanks for coming on my show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to share as much wisdom as possibly um, I'm able to today.
0: I can't wait. Please preview your story a bit, Elena, before we hop into the questions and end up what you're working on today.
1: Of course. Um, I started off many years ago as a pharmacist, clinical pharmacist working in retail settings, compounding pharmacy, diabetes clinics. And over the years, uh, I recognized how over-medicated people are. And in and, and some cases, some patients were in between 12 to 17 meds a day. And what was interesting is I would ask patients, since we had to make calls, right, as a pharmacist in certain uh, places that you work, we had to make calls to discuss patients' health. I would ask, has anyone talked to you about diet or lifestyle changes? And they would say that their doctor told them it wasn't related. Uh, At that time, I also started, this is 2007, where uh, I joined the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. And, of course, that was the first time I, I learned that, we are not just a physical body, right? Everything is interconnected. And of course the first module that I attended, we had a cardiologist that had us get up and do Qigong. Qigong is an ancient art of moving energy. And I recognized how everything truly is connected. Our body, our mind, our emotions, and of course our spiritual aspects. If they're out of balance, we will absolutely suffer from chronic conditions. So it became my mission to educate people and inspire to eliminate chronic conditions.
0: Absolutely. I can't wait for everybody to learn all about you and your great practice throughout this episode. But something I do, Elena, to start off each episode is I share a mental health story of someone who is famous because I want to let you, the listeners, know that you are not alone. I want you to all understand that even though someone looks like they are healthy from the outside, they may not be on the inside too. I chose this article because at the time of this template write-up, This influencer has 120 million followers. I checked out an interview from ABC News talking about Kendall Jenner and her, as the article calls, crippling anxiety. She stems the anxiety that comes from not having the time to process a few traumatic moments in her life. She also no longer goes out anymore and has too much anxiety to even post on Twitter and Instagram at times. She then added that her anxiety has gradually gotten even worse, and she doesn't even have time to sit back and reflect on these traumatic moments. Elena, what do you take away from a situation like this?
1: Well, this is such an important topic. And one thing I have to say is our body has this incredible, powerful ability to communicate to us if something is out of balance. And one of the first signals that we receive is a side effect that I call, which is anxiety. And it's an important alert that we all have within us. So there's so many contributing factors that contribute to creating anxiety in our system. And I would say actually social media is one of them. I bet uh, yeah. absolutely Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of it compiles to the amount of information we're constantly bombarded with without realizing it. And of course, it's so directly related to our dopamine in our brain, right? It makes us more addicted. To those things um and there's plenty of studies that are showing the direct correlation between addiction and um, mobile phones and all kinds of online products so i would say uh, if you are suffering from anxiety meet it with a biggest uh embrace because that is there to show you that something is wrong and really it's a moment for you to go within and you know if if um Kylie Jenner said that she no longer can go out. I would say this is actually an opportunity for her to go within, listen to her body and learn how to work through her own system. So it's not only for her but for every person that is suffering. Your body is asking you to take the moment to be with yourself, to listen what it has to say and release the stress or the triggers that are impacting you.
0: Absolutely, I love it. I mean, I don't follow her directly, so I'm not sure if she sought help or made changes lifestyle. But like I said, when you see someone, when you say how addicted social media is and how these people are addicted to their phones, they see somebody like this with, you know, a lot of followers and it turns out she's suffering greatly within. So thank you for your insight on that, Elena. Something I do on this show, a little different from the other podcasts, what it's really like to be an entrepreneur, is I call this one the main event, not the big five. Each guest and I go over these series of six questions. My goal is to feature many valuable guests on this podcast including people talking about their mental health, doctors and influencers. I will ask the doctors who joined the show a series of six questions, With my patients and non-licensed influencers a slightly different series. You
1: ready to go? Yes, I do want to say one more thing. Let's do it. Which I didn't mention. Yeah. Um, I want people to realize that even though you're not physically in someone else's presence like we're speaking uh, or you can be looking at someone's profile on social media everything we're up, actually we're all connected and even though you're not directly in the same room with a person just by you going through that profile you're actually connected and yeah. you are having this very unconscious energy exchange so If somebody has millions of followers, right, or even if you just interact with a couple of people, I want you to keep in mind that those people are not only contributing to your energy in a positive way, but they will also contribute to it in a negative way. So look at it as, yes, you can be in your home, in your office, but you are directly connected to these people that you're even looking at.
0: It's a great way to put it. I'm glad. I'm so glad I got to bring you on the show, Elena. Many would agree that the more common or talked about types of mental illnesses are mood disorders, like we spoke about anxiety disorders or schizophrenia disorders. Which areas do you come across the most?
1: I would say anxiety and depression is uh, fairly common now because I don't work with uh, I don't put people on medicine. You know, I work from an energy perspective. Yeah, let's touch on that too. So let's yes. Get into that. So you know, I, of course, I have worked in a pharmacy. I never prescribed, but um, I have a license in the state of Florida, which allows me to give uh, blood work to people. So I'm allowed to order blood work, which I actually stopped doing because I realized there's something else that I can do to contribute to helping, um, rebuild the entire system. So let's say a person is suffering from depression. So there's so many contributing factors to depression as an example, right? Diet plays a huge role in in our depression and anxiety so if you're eating let's say certain things that are creating imbalance in your gut and i want to address it because it's so important so a lot of people think the depression comes in, from your brain but actually you know the htp 5htp or serotonin right so 5htp would be something you can use naturally to rebuild serotonin but 95% of serotonin is made in the gut brain. Yes. So if you are having a pretty lousy diet, which is high in carbohydrates, simple carbohydrates, sugars, things that really are creating inflammation on your, in your body, what you're doing is you're creating fire in your gut and that fire translates into the fire in your brain. So your body is not able to produce enough serotonin. So this is the number one thing. For those of you that are struggling with depression, look at your overall system. And I would say anxiety, of course, is one of those things. Anxiety is related to the gut. It's also related to the brain, right? So that has to do with your GABA neurotransmitter, which is the calming neurotransmitter. So if you're overstimulating your system, your gut is out of control, you're going to actually not have enough GABA to calm yourself down.
0: I did not know any of that. Mm. I, I I really assumed it all stemmed from the brain, but why would you say? When did you first decide that a career relating to mental health was the right career for you? When did you say, like you said, you stopped doing blood work a little bit? And you kind of thought the bigger picture. What was that moment like? Can you explain that for our listeners?
1: So I would say I'm not a specialist in mental health, but I am a specialist in holistic health, which means everything is related. Nothing is separate. Your mind, your, your emotional state of being is not separate from your physical body. So therefore, the way that I work with people is educating them of how everything is connected, the different tools they can use to, for example, breathing technique, meditations, right? Going for a walk, changing your diet, uh, changing perhaps uh, the way you interact with others, right? And most importantly, how you treat yourself. So those are the things that I address the most. And then of course, working with the right kind of practitioners that are giving the right kind of support to people who need to be medicated, but at the same time who are open to getting people off of the meds if the patient is ready.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I know that with your holistic practice, it would bring an interesting perspective to this show because everything is related, so you can offer some great insight for people struggling with the mind. What advice can you give to the listeners in today as what may be considered a potential early sign that they may be developing some form of mental illness, Elena?
1: I would say that unresolved trauma so if you've ever experienced trauma and you've never addressed it, and you are using or you're having addictive behaviors, and it's it's very difficult also I would say to admit to ourselves that we're having addictive patterns, whether it's alcohol, and a lot of people are in denial that they're using alcohol as a numbing substance, um, or some other kind of addictive patterns that you might have, I would say that. It could be food related, right? Food addiction. So so if you allow yourself uh, to become aware and honest, that is the first step to recognizing that there might be something happening and become your own investigator. But I would say the most important thing is be honest with yourself. There's no judgment. There's nothing wrong with you. It's more of what can you, can you do? And how can you embrace yourself with utmost love and compassion?
0: Absolutely. We're definitely going to talk about some short-term and long-term initiatives. If you could pick three here, Elena, and only three, what would the three most important things our listeners can do on a short-term or daily basis to start working towards a more positive mental health?
1: Okay. Well, only three. So first, admit that there is an issue.
0: Let's get into that. Yeah. Uh,
1: second, I would say, look at your overall habits and patterns address your diet, so diet would be one of them. And the third thing is make sure you exercise. You actually go for walks. I would say going for walks every day is crucial to your mental health.
0: How long for walks are we thinking? How much exercise a week are you recommending?
1: I would say if a person can go 30 minutes a day for a walk, that is perfect.
0: Yeah, free the mind. I had um, Dr. Basio on the show a few episodes ago and he says every morning, He'll take a fifteen minute walk without his phone, enjoy nature, enjoy the sounds. That's right. Have his watch go up for fifteen minutes. And as far as diet, what are some ways short term solutions we can start to you know, people can't just overnight eat healthy completely. What of are course. some bridge? what are some bridge foods maybe where we can start gapping to
1: So I would say most importantly it's important to eliminate dairy. Dairy is a huge no no. Actually, dairy has the same receptors in our brain as morphine. So it's a highly addictive substance. It's also, it could be used as a numbing substance. Sugar. And so, sugar, dairy, gluten for some. So, those are the foods that I would eliminate. Of course, alcohol, right? But alcohol falls into sugar. So, for those that do drink, um, if you can get off of alcohol, this is. The most important so we're going
0: to remove those couple things what are we putting right back in
1: well i would say eating healthy is not expensive if you know how to cook and it's important to have connection (laughs) with your food so um learning how to to cook for yourself it's a way to connect to nature it's a way to connect to yourself and it's a way to also play and enjoy so a food doesn't have to be expensive unless you're eating three meals a day out
0: very true. So now we spoke about some short-term initiatives, Elena. Let's look at two more long-term in- initiatives or commitments our listeners can make to create a healthier mindset. What do you got for us?
1: Okay, long-term. I I didn't mention breath work. Breath work is well, crucial. Into- so there's different, so many different techniques. Uh, I would say one of the most common techniques that I love to use to eliminate instantly anxiety is alternate nostril breathing. I actually talk about it in my book, but you can Google it and perhaps watch it on YouTube. And uh, if you do this three minutes twice a day or whenever you're feeling an anxiety coming in, uh, this is the, the fastest way to release anxiety out of your body. What happens is you're synchronizing the re- right and the left side of the brain. I love that. So you immediately get out of uh, the anxious uh, state of state of being.
0: I like that. Well, I'm definitely going to adapt that myself because, you know, over time, almost everything's leveled out to where it should be. But there is some anxiety here and there for me. So I am definitely going to adapt that. But we yeah. still have to we still have to get this advice from you on two long term commitments. What are we thinking?
1: So breathing technique, again, walking daily walks. And if you are anywhere near getting a lot of sunshine. Sunshine, I I believe, is crucial. We need light. We need sun to survive, to feel radiant. So it's important to get outside. You know, so many of us are training inside of the gyms and we forget to connect to nature. So I would say connecting to nature is crucial in long-term success. And having a great support group. So having friends that are positive and they're cheering for you is also important. Community.
0: Absolutely. I know from my recovery support system, my network, you, everybody around is so crucial. And if you hang around with people who aren't with your similar mindset, you can probably fall into some bad patterns for sure. yeah Now, I want to talk about your book for a little bit, Elena. If you can shed yes. light on that. She had a new book. Let's talk about it.
1: Yes. So I wrote my book because I felt that it was time to. To give this information to people, it's called Holistic Wisdom Awakening Your Inner Healer. I believe that every human being is a healer, that they're seeking. The healing is does not take place outside of yourself, it's all within. So yes, yeah, seeking out healthcare practitioners, uh, you know, yoga teachers, your medical providers is important, but also recognizing that each and every one of us plays a, an important role in our first of all in co-creating the illness, and second of all in healing ourselves. So I guide people through tools on how to do that. So part one is about the body and I go into very specific things uh, of how to self-diagnose, how to test yourself for food sensitivities, uh, for if let's say your liver is blocked, if you have fungus, how to change your diet, what kind of supplements or different foods that you need And then going into mind and emotions, finding out what emotions are stuck in you, the different breathing techniques that you can use to support your emotional health and mental health. And of course, part three is all about the soul, right? Um, Which is understanding the color lights, the different, I call it uh, the doorways to our souls, the different chakra systems that are related to our emotions and our physical organ systems. And then using sacred geometry and color light to, to bring more harmony and balance into our entire being.
0: Absolutely. The reason I brought that up is because my next question for you is, what are some ways you plan on raising awareness for the importance of mental health in the future now? We already accomplished the book. What's next for you?
1: What's next? So I would say right now I'm working actually on a big project. Uh, I've been very fascinated by consciousness um so i've been looking into and reading consciousness of everything that makes up our three-dimensional reality that means everything from our political system to healthcare system to even individuals and the goal of this is and what is consciousness there's different layers of how we operate and it's not about being right or wrong for example, you can be at the love consciousness level, right, yeah. and that is where you you see everything and you treat everything with love. You can be in a state of enlightenment, state of peace, or you can actually be at a level of fear, anger, greed. Uh, so I wanted, and I'm still looking at all these um, different layers of consciousness, because first of all, we all have free will. We have a choice of where we choose to vibrate, right? The frequency, the vibration of our consciousness And make people aware that, you know, it's a choice. If you choose to be in fear, only you are responsible for that. But also know that you can actually shift out of that. So this is a big project I'm working on at the moment.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it, Elena. Thank you so much for coming on today. I know everybody can see the value in your episode. I personally enjoyed the anxiety tips. I enjoyed how I can practice through each nostril. But, Elena, it's time for the last word. As you know, I do this in my other podcast too. Because I want our listeners to really get to know my guests. Is there something you'd like to share with everybody listening in that we did not get to touch on today?
1: Hmm. I would say that all the answers that you're seeking reside within yourself. Remember that and learn as much as you can about who you truly are.
0: Thank you, Elena. Can you please share your social media, your website, ways for our listeners to follow your endeavors, request your services, all that good (laughs) stuff?
1: Yes. My website is uh, www.holistic.com, and holistic is W-H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C, and social media is Holistic Inc., with a W.
0: Great. Everybody, be sure to check out those accounts. Remember, you can check out the show on Instagram and Facebook at A Mental Health Break, and on Twitter at Podcast by Lancy. I'm Vincent A. Lancy on all social media and YouTube, and my website is Vincentalancy.com. If you like today's episode, please continue listening and rate a mental health break with Vincent A. Lancy 5 stars. I work very hard to find value delivering guests for you on each episode. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you all in the next episode of a mental health break with Vincent A. Lancy.